0: Welcome to the Backports Top Podcast. I'm your host Jason. This is your host Danny. And we have an interesting show for you today. This is the reaction to the championship games. Uh, but first, this is going to start with the NFC. Uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, took an L against the uh, Buccaneers at Lambeau Field. And there's just a whole lot of controversy surrounding this particular game. I can't say anything but congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for uh, advancing to the Super Bowl. Um, one thing you got to realize is that a lot of these athletes, it's their first time going to the Super Bowl. I mean, as a kid, Pop Warner, street ball. You know, you imagine, you dream about going to the Super Bowl, man. And so for that to happen to uh, a lot of these uh, athletes for the first time, realizing a lifelong and childhood dream, man, that's something to to really, really uh, give kudos for. So congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for uh, advancing. But, man, let me just get to it. The Green Bay Packers went ahead and took this ale. And I have to say, there was just some bad coaching moves on both the offensive and defensive side of the football. The end of the first half. Kevin King, I don't know what in the hell happened. Petten, Coach Peten, defensive coordinator, I don't know what the hell you did. How do you have Miller to get behind the defense and score with eight seconds left in the half? And to me, that was really the ball game. That score right there turned the tide of the game. The Buccaneers played very good in the first half. First of all, I, I got to give them kudos, man. They drove down the field. They didn't care about the uh, cold. It didn't seem like it really bothered them, quite honestly. Uh, but they drove down the field, and, you know, very first possession, they scored a touchdown. And they really, really put the Packers uh, on their heels in the first half. And so Kevin King was getting ate up the entire game. Man, he was just I, – I feel bad for for Kevin King in a sense. Here's the reason why. I went out on social media when things were happening to him. Man, man he was getting roasted. I was just like, man, I just hope that they give this brother some security because, boy, the fans are really after him, man. I mean, in a way, in terms of just in social media. So hopefully – he's safe uh that's the main thing but man how do you really give up two touchdowns in in the first half think about it. kevin king gave up t- two touchdowns in the first half one on mike evans when he mistimed his jump and he mistimed his jump yet again with the miller fiasco so or he just totally got burnt there so yeah despite me saying that at the end of the first half that felt like the game The Packers were still in it. They were down 18 in the second half and they drove, they forced turnovers and they actually were making that comeback. Here's the issue though even though they forced those three turnovers, Mm -hmm. don't score like six points off of them. The Packers were on a verge of a comeback. You know, they did not uh, score as frequently. Off of those turnovers, I would say this, man. They still had a shot at the very end, man. Now, the refs let them play the entire game. The interception that Aaron Rodgers threw, that was pass interference in regular season where the person, I forgot who the defender was, but he did hold onto his shoulder pad and it slowed him up, thus causing the interception. It was, I mean, every angle it showed it, but referees didn't call it. They let them play. I mean, there are some holds on both sides of the ball that could have been called. They let them play. The Packers still had an opportunity at the end. Now, the big question here is the last possession of the Packers. They're at the uh, what 8-9 yard line looking to go in and let me just say this too, Danny. I thought about you in the game, Okay. In terms of what you said and how Aaron Rodgers forces the ball to Devontae Adams, and there were three times straight that he went to Devontae, I think, in the first half, and they didn't come up, come away with seven. They went ahead and, and just did the field goal. Yep. Having said that, I thought about you again, and when the Packers went for the two-point conversion – And Brown drops the ball that was in his hands. I said, see there? That's exactly why (laughs) he goes to Devontae all the time when he's down there because he can't rely upon no other receivers, man, down there. Aaron Jones, he can rely upon, but he was out at the time. That's Mm -hmm. when he was out hurt.
1: Yep, he was out.
0: Um, That, to me, kind of proves the point of Aaron Rodgers just not trusting the receivers and – we have to give a whole lot of props, man, to MVS, man, for showing up. 115 yards off of four catches for a touchdown, the long being the 50-yarder, uh, and, uh, and the second uh, person in terms of yards is Devontae Adams, nine receptions for 67 yards and a touchdown. This this was uh, it was a hard pill to swallow, but I understood it. Now, could have could have Aaron Rodgers have. Actually, run the ball in for the touchdown. It was third and eight, third and goal. Yep. On an eight yard line. And they they always show it. He was coming up on a line of scrimmage, but the right hand side was wide open for him to run. He probably could have got down to the one, two, three, four yard line, maybe. And that would have been a little bit easier for a, a decision to go ahead and go for it. I say, man, it, that part to me doesn't matter, man. You have Aaron rogers the MVP. If you, if you, even if you didn't score, let's just say they went for a four from goal on the eight yard line. They don't score. Tampa gets it at the eight yard line. You still kind of are faced with the the quote unquote four timeouts, which include the three timeouts, including the two minute warning. Matt Matt Lafleur, hey, look here, man. You took the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, basically. It's frustrating. There's a lot of mistakes throughout the game. Of course, the P.I. by Kevin King at the end. You know, I was going back and forth on this, man. I was like, man, do you even call that? Because you haven't called anything the whole game. But, man, that was so blatant of a pull. <laughs> it was like, dang, man, you can't even hide it a little bit. I mean, you because the referees weren't going to throw a flag if it was hit a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So Kevin King had a bad game, man. And here's the other thing. I don't know why they did not replace him. You got to do something with Kevin King, man. I I think he lost a lot of money. I, I don't know if this is a free agent period or not, but he done lost a lot of money. I'm okay with Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers. Aaron Rodgers over the years, I am not on any one player typically, but in Aaron Rodgers at times could be at fault. But man, I mean, when you look at, how he has lost, how the team has lost with your best player on the sideline over the years in championship games, this championship game on the sidelines, the one, the heartbreaker, not to say that this wasn't a heartbreaker, the, man, that Seattle game with the onside kick, having to go to over, man, that was a heartbreaker. I think, you know, it is time for Aaron Rodgers to move on. And I think the NFL players are having more power now. they have having a little bit more leverage. I mean, I'm, see- yeah. I'm seeing all these quarterbacks now uh, looking for a new team. I can't remember the last time we had this many veteran quarterbacks, top in top quarterbacks actually looking for another team. So this is going to be an interesting offseason I'm okay with Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers because, quite frankly, the Packers would deserve it. Here's the thing, Danny. Yeah. If if Green Bay would have gotten a first-round wide receiver, yeah, he would have caught that two-point conversion. <laughs> that, that my boy Brown went ahead and dropped. That would have been a whole lot better than a Jordan Love who were, who was not even active. In this game, he hasn't. Jordan Love hasn't been active really the whole season. Fans, y'all, tell me what the deal is. Uh, maybe I'm. I don't know. I, I, you know, it's another off season. I think it's time for Aaron Rodgers to go. If you're going Packers, if you're going to draft a first round quarterback to replace me, you know what? Have at it. Mm-hmm. I didn't give. I gave y'all. You know, this many years. I tell you. I didn't went to five – I took you out of five NFC uh, conference finals. Even though y'all don't build a team around me, I still took you out the, close to the promised land. Man, come on. So, hey, I'm, I'm fine with the Packers leaving, man. What say you, Dan?
1: So, Jason, first I want to congratulate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on making my Monday a great Monday, even though my Falcons aren't playing. And you know I got to be hurting to be thanking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Because they're one of our rivals in the NFC South. So thank you, Tampa Bay. Thank you, Tom Brady, for making it happen. Thank you, Tampa Bay defensive line. And you got to look at Tampa Bay, too, man. They dropped a lot of passes.
0: Yeah, they did. They dropped and a whole even lot in the passes. first half, too. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? I was like, man, that's because they ain't used to the cold.
1: Yeah. And that mm-hmm. ball was coming on hot on them. Yep. I observed Tampa Bay taking. Everything Green Bay was giving them in the first half. Fournette played really well in this game. Mm-hmm. He had mm-hmm. that nice run.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the Packers can stop him on third down.
0: Not at all. It was terrible on third down, man.
1: So they, they made it easier on Tampa Bay. They just didn't take advantage. And I look at you mentioned the Devontae Adams uh, trying to feed him. He dropped a mm-hmm. couple, the one in the end zone. He was in wide zone, open. The
0: back shoulder. Yep. Back sort of the back hip. Yep. Yep. And then
1: at the end of the game, Rodgers again was trying to force it. He had Lazar running by himself, right across, right in this line of sight. And he threw it to Devante instead of in double coverage, mind you, mm-hmm. versus Lazar standing by himself, which will score the touchdown. I'm glad he didn't throw it, for, but I, I thought they would go for it on fourth just from the simple fact of the field position game. <laughs>
0: Here's what the Packers going to do because they've done this over the past 15, 20 years, man. First round, they're going to go defense. They're going to go get a cornerback. We we have a, a very good cornerback, J- Jair Alexander. So I think if we get another cornerback on opposite side, that will hopefully solidify a, an opponent's one and two co- um, options there. Yeah. You're sacrificing the defense for – a receiver, I think we signed m v s back he he to me this year he has shown his mental toughness and the fact that you really we really can't rely upon m v s let's get another receiver so that way you now have a three headed monster if you will in re- in the receiving core and then now you can kind of figure out who else you want want in there because we need to get rid of brown because he can he can't catch. And we need to get, and I think we keep Lazard. So to me, getting another wide receiver, having those four receivers, MVS, mm-hmm. Devontae, Lazard, and this newly drafted uh, receiver, you have your receiving core right there. And then you you got to do something, you know, secondary wise. I even want to say this, and you made a very good point about the pressure. Mm-hmm. Pettin brought the pressure way too late. I agree with you. The way to beat Brady is to get pressure. Yep. He lost against the Giants that way. I thought there was going to bring more pressure. By the same token, it was kind of like, well, if you bring pressure, that means you do to leave one-on-one coverage. I think yep. that was the the concern there, leaving Kevin King. He mm-hmm. kept getting beat. Where do you go? Where, where, how do you sacrifice yeah. theirs, you know? Uh, I say bring J.J. Watt. Bring J.J. Watt up. Get Put him on the line. Hey, he wants to get out of Houston, man. Mm-hmm. Come back to Wisconsin, and let's go ahead and do this thing. I think if you do those things, I think you'll you'll be good. Now, would that be enough to keep Aaron Rodgers? I think so for one more year, and that's it. But you, you got to make those moves. Get a receiver. Get a, uh, a new cornerback. Mm-hmm. And just pull in J.J. Watt, and I think you'll be okay there.
1: All right. We'll see what happens. Well, Packers fans, y'all can join us, Falcons fans, at BW3s. We got your order ready. Tell us what, what wing sauce you want.
0: Man, that's so wrong, man. <laughs>
1: that's so wrong. That's
0: so wrong. That is so wrong. But, shoot, hey, y'all Falcons fan might be tired of BW3s, man. Y'all been on BW3s for the past few weeks. Y'all probably tired of bw Three.
1: <laughs> Maybe we'll hit wing stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And now to the AOC. In the AOC, the Kansas City Chiefs uh, went ahead and defeated the uh, Buffalo Bills. I was just all the way wrong for championship Sunday. I totally thought I was going to be the Packers and Bills, but the Chiefs ended up uh, defeating the Bills 38-24. Patrick Mahomes threw for three touchdowns with 325 yards. Uh, Josh Allen uh, had an Okay game threw for 287 yards, two touchdowns, but he did throw an interception, uh, sacked four times. I think this was a learning lesson for the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Um it's gonna be real interesting to see how how things shape out here. Um, but I'll just say this. I mean, when you have Tyreek Hill catching the ball nine times for 172 yards, the
1: boy's bad.
0: Then you have the tight end, Kelsey, catching the ball 13 times for 118 yards and two touchdowns. That boy's bad, too. That's harder to defeat. And when you look at what the Buffalo Bills did here in terms of throwing the ball and, and things of that nature, I mean, uh, Cole Beasley with 88 yards receiving, uh, Stephon Diggs, 77 yards. I think this was just a learning lesson for the Bills. Quite honestly, man, they started off good. Mm-hmm. Started off 9-0. After that, don't know what happened. I remember turning over to the game. I saw oh nine nothing. I was like, okay, okay, Bills. Y'all, y'all <laughs> into the game. But that quickly turned around.
1: But they put that pressure on Josh Allen, and he took some bad sacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, he lost like 20 yards on a couple of those sacks. But mm-hmm. they put the heat on him. And we talked about it in our last podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the way you got beat Buffalo. You got to go at him. And most of these quarterbacks, man, you put that pressure on them, and especially that game with that magnitude against Buffalo. The Chiefs had a great game plan, knowing they were down a couple corners too with Diggs and Beasley's playing on a broken leg, which they, they reported after the game. I think for Buffalo, honestly, they just need a running game. Yeah, The running game was non-existent. Yep. So I think that's the way they get better next year. And Kansas City, man, kudos to them even though Mahomes had the bad toe. Once they got going, Miko Hardman, Pringle, it was like he was making all those dudes, man, they were just making catch after catch. Daryl Williams, the running back, played really mm-hmm. well. So they just had an all-around good game. And once they put that heat or that blitz on in that second quarter when they went, what, 21 to nine? You knew it was over, man. It was, the confidence was just, you could feel it through the TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kansas City man its I can't wait to see the Super Bowl I'll tell you that
0: Let me ask you this Danny Yeah Are you tired of Tom Brady
1: I'm going to answer it this way If he was playing the Falcons I would answer it yes, <laughs> but like yesterday, I was I was pulling for him because I want them to beat the Packers. I'm gonna be tired of him next year because he's in our division,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so we see him twice. But to see what he's doing at the age he's doing it at, you gotta be impressed with it, man. If you hate him or you don't, because for him to go into that environment yesterday, cold is all. It was it was cold here, mm-hmm. and to go in there and play the way he did, second half was kind of shaky, but and lead that team past Green Bay. To get to the Super Bowl for the 10th time, it's impressive, man. It's one of those things, man, where from my standpoint, it's cool to see someone do it like that. It's like LeBron from the NBA perspective right now. LeBron keeps getting there, but the work to get there, some of the breaks you get, obviously you got to be lucky. But from a Falcons fan perspective, for us, we get there every so often and he's there 10, 10 times out of what, 21 years or 20 years? It's hats off, man. It just stinks that one of those appearances should have been us with a victory, but whatever. This makes for a good game, too. It brings some intrigue with Mahomes versus Brady. I'm excited to watch the game. He's, uh, he's just proven, man. He's a winner, and they, they did it. So am I tired of him? No, because I know he's going to retire soon. Eventually, it's going to end. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to see, but. I just hope next year Atlanta can take care of them and we can be in the same spot next year.
0: Well, I, I'll, I'll say this, man. Uh, i got to give kudos to number 45, Devin white for the oh, Buccaneers. That, he's been straight balling, man, straight balling, man. And, you know, when you think about inside linebackers, I mean, he's just been all over the field, man. And, this is what his second year, 2019 uh draft. He was mm-hmm. drafted uh, number five by the mm-hmm. Buccaneers out of LSU. Uh He was the 2018 uh, Buckus award winner. Oh, man, that just paid dividends, man. He has just been all over the field. You know who so, he reminds
1: me of, Jason? Who? Deion Jones from the Atlanta Falcon. The way he flies around the field. I mean, because he. And he can cover running backs.
0: Just flying, I'm just like this dude. He is just all over the field, man. So he, kudos to the Buccaneers for drafting him mm-hmm. uh, and all. And that defense is solid, man. I think the Packers are right there. And Aaron Rodgers is going to have to do a lot of assessment at the, you know, in this offseason, To your point about what he said post game and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think that's a lot of frustration, though, too, man. Just a different scenario, and I think the frustration for Aaron is like, man, I done told y'all all this for so long, yep, and yet you are not listening to me. I'm just gonna go elsewhere. So, but man, number 45, I I think what I'm going to be interested in watching in in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be watching number 45, man. I want to see how Kansas City actually schemes against them. Yep because he's going to have to be all over the field covering everybody. I mean, I, I'm really interested to see how Tampa Bay and that defense is going to really deal with that Kansas City offense.
1: And we, you, this is a rematch from when Tyreek Hill had those that 206-yard first quarter. So what adjustments do they make?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because he this did eat them good. alive in that first game. This is going to be good, man, yep. uh, behind them. So... Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backportstalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backportstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love.